And we are live. Wits and Wages, Thursday afternoon, March 2022. The panel is here. Mr. Carson Shear, I know you're rocking a nice little orange shirt today, Mr. Carson Shear. Yep. There it is, Gotta baby. the show. There you go, baby. What's going on, Carson? How's everything? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm ready to talk some sports with you guys. Um, believe it or not, Selection Sunday is just over a week away. We got the conference tournaments coming up, and uh, it should be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Awesome. Mr. Joey Clams, our handicapper, Mr. Joey Clams. What's going on? I'm known. I'm known. And all the five bows of knows. You ask anybody about Lefty on Mulberry Street. How you doing? How you feeling? Make it a peppers. I heard you did a little cooking tonight. Yeah, I just made my daughter a nice ribeye steak on the frying pan, old school. You know, both of them. I got two of them. I got to do another one later. She's going down tomorrow. They leave uh, Keene uh, Softball at least uh, tomorrow morning, 4.30 in the morning for uh, Myrtle Beach. There you go. They went 2-1 in North Carolina last week. They're going down to Myrtle Beach for 10 days and Virginia. There you go. Good luck to the Cougars. Yeah. Uh, John Beelan saying, good evening, fellas. Hopefully no cramps on this show tonight. Leading to that, <laughs> yeah. Mr. Cramp, Mr. JB. Siciliano. JB, how you doing? Beelan Cramp. <laughs> What's going on, sis? Not much. Mr. Billy never had a cramp in his life because he's not an athlete. Throwing <laughs> smoke tonight. Throwing yep. smoke. And well, when, Mr. You come at, when you come at me, you know you're getting smoke. So how that other horse doing the seven? Ran out. Uh, the one in uh, the fifth came in too? Still running. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, you said he came in second, right? The first one did. The other one's still All running. All right, so he hit the board. You made a couple of hours with that. <clears throat> Mr. Kirkpatrick, what's going on? And you know what, what? Kenny? Kenny, throw that hat away because I'm sick of that team. You know what? Just keep tanking now. 16-point lead. Yeah, tank it. Tank it. Tank, tank it. it. Get Kofi. Kofi Cockburn or the, or the kid from uh, uh, Wisconsin. Those are the two people <clears throat> out there. They got a tank. I mean, this is disgusting. Everybody but R.J. Barrett's on the table. And, and bring Zion. Bring Zion. Yeah, in bring Zion. Trade, so. I want Zion. Yeah, but, with the crutches and his walker. Hey, you got nothing to lose if you're the Knicks. It can't get worse. Beelan is coming out firing tonight saying, sis, I got the Tiger Bomb ready, bud. Listen, Beelan, if you can't afford a pair of scissors, go to the barbers and get yourself a hairdo because you're, you're starting to look like Zachary from the old show on Channel PIX back in the day. You got to do something with that hair. What show? Wait, Saved by the Bell? No, no. The, the name of the show, you don't remember this. You probably weren't even born. The name of the show was Zachary. It was on after school at like <laughs> no 4, 4.30. Yeah. He used to come out in his cave, but he had he had the wild head like Beelan with hair going all over, <laughs> three different colors. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. What do we got on the agenda tonight, Mr. Kirkpatrick? A uh, little pre-week. Uh, pre uh, figure we'd do some college basketball talk and some picks. You okay. know, we got the tournaments coming up soon. Combine started today, so I'm watching it right now. Watching it right now. Talk some college football. Uh, I got a little uh, NFL type of uh, game for you guys, and uh, what do you guys feel like starting with? I'll give uh, Sis the opportunity to pick: college football, NFL, or college basketball. Sis, mm, let's start with college football tonight. Let's change it up. A good, little. good. Stay the college basketball for less. I got some. Uh, Handicapping tips for everybody. Okay. All right, sis. So the combine started today. Uh, college football question I got for you. One, are you watching it? Going to watch it. And two, who are you, what position are you looking forward to watching the most if you are watching Yeah, I, like I always do. I'll probably start watching it tomorrow. I only, you know me, I watch all the linebackers to see how big they are, what kind of 40s they're running. And, um, you know, I know I, I saw today a lot of teams will not take a linebacker with their first pick. And I think sometimes that can be a mistake. But, you know, we'll see what happens with that. But that's what, that's what I always focus. I'm not a word. I don't care about the quarterbacks, the running backs, wide receivers, a dime a dozen. And, uh, you know, yeah, I focus on the linebackers. Mm -hmm. uh, 
Carson, I'll give you the same question. I think running backs, you know, I, uh, I hate to toot my own horn, but my guy, Kenneth Walker, the third, he's going to be a household name, especially when he was in college football. He won the Doak Walker award. You're going to see him tear it up on the field this year in the NFL. Um, I feel like they're according to a lot of mock drafts, they're taking him in the second, third round. I think that's way too late. I think whoever gets him is going to immediately impact their team. Um, the running back class is solid this year as well, but I think, uh, Kenneth Walker, man, just watch out for that name. <clears throat> Agree. Uh, Kurt, you yeah, said you're I, watching it now. What positions are you looking forward to uh, seeing? I like all the skill positions, to be honest with you. I, I am interested in the linebackers, though, because like I said, I think the kid Dean and Lloyd, I think the, the, it's one, you know, again, I'm very high on Denver's defense, but they, they do need that middle linebacker, that athletic middle linebacker. And they're comparing, um, yesterday I heard somebody compared the kid Lloyd from Utah to Devin White, and that's pretty that's that's pretty damn good comparison. So uh, I'm excited to watch Dean and Lloyd and see what they do in the combine. So middle linebacker. Me, it's going to be same linebacker and edge rushers. I want to see who's going to be fast on the edge rushers when they run their forties. Because uh, I know us as giant fans, sis, we need it. We need edge rushing help. So I want to see how fast the offensive linemen can run. I want to see the big boys, and I want to see the guys that maybe late first round or second round picks there's a good four or five guys i'm really looking forward to watching in this in this draft because like sis said yesterday your drafts are won in the mid rounds right third fourth rounds so that's what i want to see like the guys that aren't projected for first round who, who has a good showing in the combine on a name where i might not think of in the first round so i want to see who's gonna sneak up boards here and be a sleeper how about you clamps you want you gonna watch the combine at all? Yeah, I, you know what? I'm gonna throw it on, and uh, and I'm looking for the edge rushes and the offensive linemen. I just want to let Carson know about the running backs. Uh, you know, you know what it is with the second and third round they take them because you know why? It's they they're only a one contract uh, position right now, running back. You're gonna get yeah. one contract out of them, and it's uh, you know what with the salary caps and everything like that. So uh, running backs, you could see you could use a three-headed monster. And Bill Walsh, the genius, always says, "Why receivers and running backs? We put them at the end of the at the end of uh, our draft where we build up front. We build mm-hmm. the wall, and we build, and we got to go get the quarterback. And that's what Parcells yeah. and Bill Walsh did. And uh, everybody will say, well, he picked Jerry Rice, uh, you know, with the first round pick, and he traded up for him." But they already won a couple of Super Bowls, and they needed and they needed uh, uh, that position play. You already won, so mm-hmm. uh, and you know and look what happened. But yeah, I'll be watching for that. I I like to watch the the skill positions too to see how fast they are and everything like that. Uh, one more combine question. This has to do with uh, Joey's Jets. By the so way, Belin and Belin's watching it. Belin just said the kid Burks, the receiver. From, I, I know he's high on Burks as a 4.55. 4.5. He ran a 4.5. He reminds me of Derek Metcalf type. Yeah. I think he's going to be good. Another question I had for the combine. I'll give Joey the pleasure of answering this one first because it has to do with his Jets. I was watching uh, ESPN. I believe it was Get Up yesterday. And they said Robert Saleh is not at the combine. Yet the Jets have two top 10 picks. And he said he's just uh, he uh, more concentrated on free agency right now and guys they got to resign over the combine. Yet they have two first-round picks, so he sent the position coaches out there to scout the combine. What are your thoughts on that, Joe? Should your coach be well, there at the combine? Um, yeah, I think he should be there, but, I, but Joe Douglas is there and uh... – and, and listen, they got to get it. They got to get a a, a, a rusher. They got to get an edge rusher. And to the ball from Oregon, looks like he might be there for them. You have to grab him. He's a game changer. So he mm-hmm. he's a defensive guy, Salas. He already, you know what? He already know. They already. He already knows he's gonna go get get a defensive guy with that first pick that he's got with the fourth well, pick. I I agree with you, but him not there. They need to protect Mr. Zach Wilson, too. And like Bielan said, get him a weapon. So maybe he knows they're going offense. And he's like, all right, you guys just go. You guys well, we aren't got, sticking we, defense yeah, in the we first got, round. We got, we got two picks. 
and there's an offensive lineman. There's a left tackle from NC State. He's he's too slow to be the left tackle. If you say his name, I forget his name off the head. We call him Icky. You can move him to guard. He might be there for the seventh. He might be there for their second pick in the first round, or unless they trade up. But the first pick, if if is there from Oregon, he's a game changer. You got to get him. They haven't had uh, an edge rusher since Abrams. I, I'll go to I'll go to Kurt next. But see, my opinion on it is that if he's not there, they're not he. They're not getting the position he wanted on defense. I think they're going to get a receiver. A couple things line. real quick. Absolutely. If they do that, they, they, then it's the same old Jets. Yeah. You've, got, you've got to protect the quarterback and tackle the quarterback. Beeland's saying Soleil is talking with the agents. I like co- coaches talking with them. And he said, and I just watched the kid Dotson, the Penn State receiver, just ran a 4 4 1. He's fast. He's Kurt, fast. what are your thoughts on Soleil? I think I, I would want him there. I would I'll, want be, my head I'll be honest there. with you. And you know what? It's and, and, you know, I know like Dave and Matt, those guys are going to be like, oh, the Rams are, I mean, listen, I'm not a Ram fan, but the Rams are changing this game. You know, like they're not going. I mean, for, for well, what? I don't care but, about the Rams. Okay, but, right, but here's my thing. Pick, what, let's be totally honest. A guy who's got two first round picks. Uh, okay, but here's my thing. Four and ten. Do you think the coach is going to sit there from four o'clock to eleven o'clock every night and watch everybody run? I mean, they know who they want. They can break it. They can watch this just like we're watching it. You know, they can get into a Zoom interview. They can interview with. They're going to bring people into the field. I don't think it's a big deal. You know, yeah. I watch this. I watch this with Nathaniel Hackett. He's on eighty-seven shows. It's he's interviewing here, interviewing there. It's like a it's like a free for all. Like it's a party atmosphere. Yeah, I don't have a big problem with it. You know, he's got, you got everybody else there. Yeah. You know, and Sol- and Sol- I don't like, know. You know, I mean, let's be honest. Free agency starts in two weeks. My, well, again, my take on it is, fan- it's, it's, I compare it to fantasy football. You got your fantasy football teams, your, your, your guy, your players who are in every week making changes, doing this and that. And then you got your teams that don't care. Well, and just but Kenny, but then let, let me, I want to say one more thing, Kenny. One more thing about it is, you're talking about a head coach, right? All we yes. heard last year, and I know I don't know who's fans of him on the panel. I'm a huge Kyle Shanahan fan, but all we heard last year was Kyle Shanahan loved Mac Jones. The front office loved Trey Lance. Who won out? The front. The, so really, you really think Saleh is making the decision on who they're picking? He's not. He it, doesn't. He it's doesn't. Joe Douglas. It's Joe Douglas, and it's the GM. You know what? The GM belongs there. So just like they said last year, Lynch wanted one guy, Shanahan wanted one guy. Who won out? L- Trey Lynch listen, with the 49er front office. Until, until Silas becomes a, a, a Sean Payton. Right. He's not going to have a say. Or right. Belichick. Then you know. I want to get. Like, you know. I want to get you know Sis saying? and Carson's thoughts, and then I, we can debate a couple more minutes on this. But, Sis, what are your thoughts? Should the head coach be there, especially when you got two top ten picks? Again, I think with all this technology out there, is it a big deal? I'm not sure, but I'm old school. If I'm the head coach of one of these pro teams, my ass would be in the stands. Yeah, yep. for sure. I yep. agree. About it, Carson. You're a newer generation. With the, what are your thoughts on it? Would you want? Well, how would you feel if Dan Campbell wasn't there? Let me rephrase that question to you. I, th- I would want my coach to be there, watching the prospects in action. But again, in the Jets situation, when you already know who you're picking with fourth and ten, those guys probably aren't going to be at the combine. There's a reason why Kayvon Aiden, the top guys who know exactly they're going to be guaranteed top five, top ten picks. Why would they jeopardize losing their draft stock and having a bad combine versus just skipping out? So I think that's kind of what they're doing. If they already have their minds set on a certain players who, who aren't in the combine, I think I don't, I don't see an issue why. And like you guys just said, we they're probably watching it the same way we are, just on TV right. or with Zoom calls or whatever they're doing. That's that's basically what happened when, when COVID was happening. They, they had all these guys submit their workouts on a Zoom meeting and didn't have anything in person. So I don't have a problem with it, especially in the Jets case where I think they already know where they're going, what positions they need to fill. And probably the guys who they're going to take aren't even at the combine. See, the reason why I have sort of a problem with it is because you don't see everything you see on TV. And you all know there's behind the scenes stuff that you see when you're there. There's interviews 
Okay, you're saying to do a Zoom interview, but I want to see an interview face to face, just like when you go in for an interview as a head coaching job or an interview for a job. You're going to sit with me eye to eye, and I'm going to ask you some right, questions. Right, but you could, but you're also going to have. I don't know, what is it, 40 or 60 people fly out to New York and come and meet them and meet the whole crew. So I understand this pro day and all, but, but like Sis said, old school, Bill Belichick's there every year. If Bill Belichick's there every year. Robert Soleil should be there. That, that's how I feel on it. You know what, I, know, Kevin, I know some of you don't I, have a you problem with it. If I'm a head coach, I want to be hands-on, I would be there. I would be, I would be there, but I don't have a problem if he's not there because I put my hands – more than Joe Douglas making the right. decision than Salah. Right. This is Joe Douglas's team. Salah, you know, he's. I'm not big on him yet. You know, I'm not. Uh, you know, I'm. Joe Douglas is the guy that was supposed to build this team up, and he's a he's a and he's a guru with the offensive defensive line, and that's what he does, and that's you know, that's what. Well, I, we asked I, this I, this last question on it. That this assist, I, I again, I'm disagreeing, friendly disagreement respectful disagreement with Kurt and Clams. Carson said you didn't really have a problem with your old school sis. I'm more on the old school vibe with you here. My question to you is you as a head coach, sis, you're my head coach. I'm the GM. Aren't I gonna, I know Kurt said Kyle Shanahan wanted Mac Jones, but you as a defensive head coach, sis, Sis, what are your thoughts on Kayvon Thibodeau? Should we take him or should we take the uh, linebacker out of, out of Utah? Who do you like better? Aren't you going to be there to give that input on defense? That's why I really don't think they're going defense. Don't be surprised if you get all offense in this draft, Joe. Yeah, well, that 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 part of the communication is, is again, is very, very, very big. But like Kurt said before, and I agree with him, Basically, these general managers, and you saw with the Giants, they're unfortunately half of them never even played a sport, and they're making they're making franchise calls. I mean, I kind of think it's ridiculous. Not that I think if you were a great player or whatever that you're going to be a great coach, but I think it helps to know the game inside out. You know. Yep. So. By the way, Carson, they just showed Dan Campbell, and he was rocking a Tiger baseball hat. Nice, nice, So nice. Dan Campbell yeah, is we, there, Kenny. That, that's the only baseball talk tonight we're getting. <laughs> but, but, Kenny, see, here's the thing, though, real quick. What, going back to what you just said with Sis, right? Because you asked Sis a question. So say, like, I'm the GM and Sis is the head coach, right? So what they want is, hey, what do you guys think? You know, Thibodeau, all right, we both want, uh, you know, we both want, I don't know. We both want Matt Corral as our quarterback. What do you think? Yeah, yeah. All right, good. The problem is, though, now is, like, if I want Matt Corral, Sis wants Malik Willis, GM's making that call. GM's making the call, but I still think it's lazy from the head coach not to be there. Lazy. That's my feeling on it because you could say, yeah, he's talking to agents and stuff like that, but he ain't talking to agents for eight hours. You know – those coaches and GMs are at the combine eight hours a day because it's a full-time job. But so, you I, know, we it, all work eight-hour jobs, right? Let eight, me, ask, hour, let me ask this. I'm going to start with Carson. I, I just want to pick you You got to sit at the combine for six hours? Boo-hoo-hoo, you're making millions. Go do it. You see what the problem is, like, with the disconnection, if the coach doesn't have that much, uh, like, uh, credit yet, the GM's making the call. That was the problem in Miami. Flores... He, he wanted Herbert. He didn't want uh, he didn't Tua. want Tua. Right. Yeah. Like, but like Belichick and Payton, they're gonna make the decisions. You know, they're gonna have say. Like, yeah. when Parcells couldn't have, you like, would Parcells say, "You're gonna make me shop for, the, make me cook the meal, but you're not gonna make me shop for the groceries." That's a guy that has, you know, he could say that. You know, so um, it, it, it sometimes it ain't it ain't the GM. You know, the GM like Shanahan, like what you saying, Kurt. He he didn't want. He didn't want Lance. No, he wanted Mac Jones. Yes. Right. Now That's let why me, Jimmy let, G's coming back. Let me ask nine. you this. I'll start with Carson, right? And this is where a lot of people, you know, where you sit there, it's eight hours, it's this, you know, Traylon Burks is running in shorts, jumping and hitting a thing. But somebody was on <laughs> the other day and he made the greatest point. Where in the world are you running, you know, even a 40-yard sprint and 
jumping up and doing a high jump. Like you don't even do that. You know, like you watch film, right? You watch film. What the guy's throwing in a pro day. First off, his, his offensive coordinator, his head coach wrote up a script. He's throwing to his receivers. They've worked it. They've done it. What are you going to do now when the, you know, the guy's bl- overloading blitz into the right and he's <clears throat> rolling to his left and watch film, watch what he did versus Penn state. Not watch what he's doing in shorts. Carson, agree or disagree with me on that? Yeah, I would agree. And I think I agree and disagree. I think the combine can be good for players who are trying to make a roster. But again, going back to my point earlier, if you're already solidified and then you know in your mind you're going to be a first rounder, why would you jeopardize going to the combine and having a bad combine and then it makes you look bad? Exactly. When when in the drills are great and I understand how they can implement them and oh well he won he ran a four four so he must be really good but he hasn't caught a ball yet and, and no and, and hasn't really run a route in the NFL yet but you're gonna judge a kid based right. on how fast he is when there's so many other factors involved. So I, I get some of the drills that they do but for the most part it, it, it all all that matters is can you do it in a game and that yeah. and that's the only thing that really matters with all these guys trying out and trying to make a roster. So I think it's kind of ridiculous that they have to do all these extra steps when they've already done it all year long on the college football field. Um, But I I get why it exists though, because all these guys who are kind of third, fourth, fifth, sixth rounders trying to make their case um, and try to rise up their, their, their stock. Good point. Sis, what's your thoughts on that? I mean, what do you, you know, if you were a talent evaluator, you're more worried about what they're doing in shorts or what they did on film live where you saw them play live. No, I'm going to agree with you on as far as on film, but where I'm going to disagree irrespectively is that vertical jump is really important for two reasons. Okay. If you're a receiver, they're going to want to see how high you can get up, especially you know, a shorter guy covering you, yada, yada, yada. As for defensively, if you're a linebacker, same thing. They want to see if you can get up in the air, maybe in, you know, if you're a lineman or whatever and you deflect passes. So I think that vertical jump is very important as far as these combine goes. They're, everybody's running 4-4, four, 4-5. Four, four, to me, you could run 4-2. That, that's not going to make you a football player, right. okay? What's in the middle of your chest is is what's going to make you a football player. But that's my take on that. And, uh, great point. And, great and, point. I got, and I got two questions. I'll, I'll go, instead of the same one, I'll go, I'll go Kenny and uh, Clams real quick. I'll start with Kenny. This whole thing with this Kenny Pickett, you know, they're having people on the radio. I've been listening all week, and they're saying, you know, listen, it's true, man. NFL balls are bigger. If you look at him, he struggled in the senior bowl with the weather, with the rain. So what's your thoughts on this whole thing with Kenny Pickett? If he went into the NFL tomorrow, he would have the smallest hands in the NFL tomorrow being in there. What's your thoughts on that, Kenny? I think hands are big for a quarterback. you got to have big hands to be a good, a good quarterback because, like you said, those footballs are bigger. I said it from day one. I don't think this kid's going to be really good. I think he could be the, the the quarterback that's the bust in this first round. I, that's my opinion on him, and I felt like that from day one. So I, I personally don't like Kenny Pickett as a quarterback. I hope I'm wrong about him. I got nothing against the kid. I hope he does succeed, you know, as long as he's not on the, the Washington football team and succeeding. So the, the commanders, I'm good. So I just hope I'm wrong about him, but I, I could see him being a bust, a potential bust. Clams, what do you think about that? Well, you know what? The, this draft with the quarterbacks, there's really no first round. This, this draft, the second, third, fourth round is plus in here. And, uh, yeah, they're, you know, they examine. You know what it is? They they go through it with a, a fine-tooth comb, and they examine everything. They, exa- they you know, psychology, uh, sit right. down. They talk about everything with their hand. You know, they're saying he's double-jointed with his hands. You know what? I, after a while, I don't even want to listen to it. Let's see what the, the kid does on the field and see what he does in in, in, uh, in, in summer camp. That's what you got to go by. You can't go by anything else. And like what Mike Tyson says, say about these carbines, you're running in shorts and things. Everybody has a plan until you get punched in the face. Yeah. Plan changes. All right, Kerry, you got anything else? Or? I'm Nope, whatever else you want. You guys want anything else, college football guys? Or yeah, 
All I'm going to say is, <laughs> again, everybody looks good in shorts, man. Once you put the pads on, it's a yeah. whole different story. They should run the 40 in pads. <laughs> you know, that then you could get a little more. Uh... Well, they were saying today, too, something about this kid picket. His hands are 8.5 in circumference or and like Joey Clams, he nailed it. They 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 measure your toes, they measure this. Look at look at the, what they measure Tom Brady. He was 199th whatever pick. Right. He looked like he looked like a Biafra case <laughs> when they were met his shoulders around and yeah, you know, so again, you, you can't go by that. You you just can't do it. That's why hey, I, sis, what'd you say? You said what's ever between your, your, your ribs, Oh, yeah. Right? It's all about your heart. Again, real quick, I remember just psychologically when I got measured at the Giants, I knew I wasn't 6'3", but the coach got distracted or whatever, so when they were measuring me, I went up on my toes and I hear the guy come back and he goes, Siciliano, 6'3 and a half. I was laughing my ass off because obviously I cheated so that they would think I was bigger. It, 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 it's again, look at Sam Mills, God rest his soul. Yeah, right. I'll clear state that kid is a perfect, and I've seen the kid play. I missed him by one year or two playing against him at Seton Hall. We used to play Montclair, whatever. That's a perfect example of what we're talking about tonight. You cannot and, measure what was in that kid's chest. Great and, and it's up, listen, and it's up, and it's up to the team that drafts you to put the quarterback. In, in a better position to his ability. Don't go in there as a, as a well, you're going to have to learn my system. You're going to have to adjust to what he does best. Great point. I'm Great gonna, point. I'm gonna, Absolutely. I'm gonna, here's what I'm going to get to. Everybody's going to, you know, the you know throw dust, uh, throw uh, dirt on it. But Mitch Trubisky, he was he won he went to the playoffs twice, and he has a winning record. That's a, he was look what Nat, Nat when he left. Nat, did Nagy do anything good? Nagy has Nagy's terrible. You got to put he, Trubisky's a quarterback. He's not a pocket quarterback. You got to have him on the run. That's where he does his damage. That's what you have to do. If we like, same thing with Baker Mayfield. He cannot throw from the pocket. That's the guy that's got to throw on the run. You have to adjust to what. If you draft a quarterback, you have to use what's their best ability when you draft them. Just don't change them because it's not going to work. I agree, totally agree. And you know what? It's what we argue for all the time. And it's why, again, I'm not a big Lamar Jackson fan, but I give Baltimore all the credit in the world because they're really running a high school college offense with them because it's what fits them. And I give Baltimore credit. They, they, you know, they devoted, they went a hundred percent in and it's what he's successful. He, you can't put him in, you know, a new England Patriot offense. I mean, he'd be lost, you know, no, but they, give, yep. I give him credit. Yep. yep. That's so true. Want to move on, Kurt, to different? Uh, yeah, whatever topic. else. Yep, yep. All right, guys, let's do a little NFL. Uh, little, I call it a game. So I got, I, I got this off of uh, ESPN today. They did something called Better, Worse, or the Same, and I got five quarterbacks listed with a couple, just a couple teams uh, for each one. If they're, they would be better on this new team, the same on this new team, or worse on this new team. For example, we're going to start with Kyler Murray, Kurt, and I'll go the order I see it on my screen. So it's you, Sis, Carson, Joey. Okay. Will Kyler Murray be – will the 49ers be better with Kyler Murray, the same with Kyler Murray, or worse this season with Ky if they had Kyler Murray as their quarterback? I'm going to say worse because he doesn't fit that West Coast – he doesn't fit the Shanahan offense. You're going worse. Sis, better, same, or worse? Yeah, Kurt, Kurt, Kurt just nailed it. He doesn't fit that offense at all. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, I'll, I'll agree with you guys. I, I I went more same, but I'm making – now I'm leaning towards worse. So, okay. Carson, what about you? Better, same, or worse with Kyler Murray? Kyler Murray's better than Jimmy Garoppolo, so better. Fair enough. And Clams? Yeah. Uh, I'm down on Kyler Murray. I I I'm, I think he's a little bit of a disappointment. I, I'm going to say worse. Uh, you know, uh, who came in the backup quarterback came in and won a couple of games on the road. Kyler Murray went four and seven down the end the end of the season. I I, I don't think he's uh I don't think he's all that. Okay, 
Kurt, one more team for Kyler Murray. The Eagles, would they be better, the same, or worse with Kyler Murray? They'd be better because they let him run around a little, almost like a uh, Jalen Hurts, and he's a lot better than Jalen Hurts. So I'm gonna, I would like him on the Eagles. I'm gonna go instantly same. Like if it was, like I think it's gonna take a little time, but potential would be better. I think they would be the same right now. Sis. Again, I think Kurt just nailed it. To me, Kyler Murray and Jalen Hurts are pretty much the same quarterback. The difference is Jalen Hurts is a little bit bigger and a little bit, you know, built better. And, you know, that again, that that's my opinion. But they're pretty they're pretty much the same guy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh Carson. You saw him, Kyler Murray. Yeah, Kyler Murray for the Eagles. Oh, for the Eagles. Um Mm. Yeah, again, I go better. I think Kyler, Kyler Murray, he he had a he's in a weird situation. You know, his rookie year, he was unbelievable. He had a down year this year. Still trying to figure out what the Cardinals are, but I think you guys are being uh too hard on Kyler Murray. I think he he's still a stud in this league. He was the number one pick. You know, you gotta remember that. Uh Clamps, what is it? Is he better, worse, I, or same in your opinion? I think he's the same, and uh, and he's fragile. He's a potato chip. He gets uh, he gets hurt. <laughs> he gets hurt a lot. You know what I'm he's saying? He's too small. Chip. He can't see over the lineman. You know, like Buddy Ryan says, you know, small guys. There's a spot for them in football, but it ain't behind the big guys. Gotcha. We're gonna start with sis with Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo sis to the Colts. Would they be better, the same, or worse this year? Hmm. I'm going to say they would be better. I'll echo that. I'll say better because of their run game. Although I think he's going to the Broncos. (laughs) (laughs) I got better right now. I got him better because of the run game, Taylor. and I love busting Kirk's jobs. (laughs) Carson, Jimmy G to the Colts. (laughs) Yeah, I would go same here. I think Carson Wentz and Jimmy G both have the same talent-wise. Um, I would go same. I don't think it would change much. Come on, Carson. You want to say he's going to the Broncos. You're afraid of Kurt. <laughs> Clams, how about it? Better, worse, same? I think the I think the Colts, I think the Colts would be a, a, a little better. I was ho- I was hoping for Wentz to have a good year because I was uh Colts was one of my teams to uh, to make it out of the AFC with that running game and that big offensive line for the playoffs. I think Jimmy G will make the team better. And Mr. Valenti, what about Jimmy G to the Colts? <laughs> Listen, I'll say this. Jimmy G, Jimmy, again, I have no, like, if Jimmy G was my quarterback making nine to $10 million a year, yeah, I, I would, but I'm not giving him $33 million. He's making $25 million this year. 25 Who? Garoppolo, 25 would be his – if he gets traded, which he should, which most likely he'll be making 25 this year, which isn't much in in quarterbacks. I would I, say they would be a little better, a little better. Okay. I mean, That's Let me ask you something, Kenny. If, he, if, if they get rid of him in San Francisco, who's quarterback in the 49s? Trey Lance. Well, then they, they – they're a ready team to win now. He's not ready to play. Right. Yeah. That's 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 dumb. That's dumb. If I'm if I'm the Niners, it's dumb. If I'm the Niners, you can laugh at me all you want. I'm waiting it out. And then when Tampa Bay makes a deal, I'm calling him up and saying, Tom, finish where you, finish with you in Montana and go get Tom Brady. You can say whatever yeah. you want. Just you're not winning with Trey Lance this year. You're just not. No, you're not. Trey. I agree. You know. Since you stole my thunder, because the second team on this list for Jimmy Garoppolo was Jimmy was the Broncos. Sis. So you're up, <laughs> you're up. Sis. Are they better with Drew Locke? Like pretty much like their quarterback situation now, or are they better with Jimmy Garoppolo? That's the question. No Aaron Rodgers in the mix. It's who they have on their roster now. Are they better with Jimmy Garoppolo? The same or worse? In all honesty, and Kirk can disagree with this. I don't think. In my opinion, that this kid Drew Locke has ever really been given the reins and given a true evaluation of what this kid's all about, and and I think that's the problem that that's facing the Broncos, because let's let's say they do go get Aaron Rodgers, okay? You might as well trade this kid. 
what, what are you going to hold on to them for? You know, you might, you might as well get rid of them. But again, to, to give you my last thoughts on this, you never gave the kid a, a straight up look. You, you played Teddy Bridgewater and now, and again, Kirk, you left, whatever I heard this three days ago. This new coach is talking about maybe bringing Teddy Bridgewater back. Are you Oof. kidding me? No, I'm telling you, I saw that. The GM said that. Who somebody said it. Yeah. No matter who said it, think about what we're talking about. Kenny, let me why go next. Hold on. Okay, go, go next. Now let Kirk go. No, why would you even entertain the thought of bringing right. him back? I, I honestly I just think he said the nice thing. There's no way he's coming back. But I'll tell you this, sis when you talk about nailing it, sis hit it out of the park times a hundred. You know, Drew Locke. And, and this is where I'm going to say Vic Fangio absolutely destroyed Drew Locke. Vic Fangio and Pat Shermer. This kid was 4-1 and one as a rookie like under Rick Scangarella, who ran the Kyle Shanahan offense, right? Which is what Nathaniel Hackett ran in Green Bay. 4-1. and one, And when you look at everyone, oh my God, the next, Drew Locke's the next star. He's going to pop. Look at him, right? You put him in this stupid offense with Pat Shermer and then Vic Fangio... When his, you know, his butt was on the line, goes and says, I want Teddy Bridgewater. And it was just the dumbest, stupid move around. Sis, you know what? Drew, what? I'm telling you, Drew Locke will be an NFL starting quarterback. I don't know if it's going to be in Denver. I, I, I hope they give him a chance. Because again, if it's not Rodgers, Russell Wilson, or Deshaun Watson, I want Drew Locke this year. That's what I want. And and see, like you said, sis, once and for all, put him in this offense and see what he And just do. let him play, Let man. him play. You know, and, and then you it, see it, what he's got because you don't know what he's got. You know, like if you get Car- Jimmy Garoppolo, you know what Jimmy Garoppolo, Jimmy Garoppolo ain't going to lead you to a, ain't going to win you a Super Bowl. He's not. Carson Wentz isn't going to do it. Tyrod Taylor's not going to do it. You know what? I'm not going to say Drew Locke's going to do it, but you don't know. He was never given that chance. And to get you to, and for you to say Kenny Garoppolo or better off, I'm going to say they're better off with Locke than Garoppolo. But if you asked me Garoppolo or what they had last year, I would take Joey Clams as the quarterback. Teddy Bridgewater was the worst starting quarterback in football last year. Oh, I got a gun. The worst. How many guns? How many gun. players? I got, a, I got a lefty gun. Think it is. How many players have we seen over the years when they finally got the chance? All of a sudden, the coaches turned around and were like, "Oh, I never knew he had it in him." And right. it, well, you never gave him a chance. If, if you don't put somebody on the field, it doesn't matter what they look like on paper. You got to put the kid on the field. Somebody That's made it. this point. Kenny, I got one more sentence. One more thing, Kenny, and I swear, I, I know we got to get to Carson Sis, but Sis brought up a point. I heard this today. They were talking about Peyton Manning in 2015, right? Would you guys all consider Peyton Manning one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, right? Absolutely. In, in 2015, people are always like, he's done. Look at him. He can't throw anymore. He can't do. But you know why? <laughs> they forced, they forced, and Kubiak forced him and said, we're doing it my way and running under center bootlegs. And you know what? Somebody like Peyton Manning couldn't do it. I mean, they got lucky because they had that defense and he made four five, six plays a game with his mind and whatever. But even Manning couldn't handle an offense that he's, he, he can't run that offense. So right. if you're asking, if you're saying Peyton Manning can't do it, you're going to ask Drew Locke to run oh. Pat Shermer's offense. It's a joke. Joke. Carson and Clams. I'm still waiting for Kurt's answer, but uh, About I, wasn't what? What was the answer? To, I, w- I wasn't expecting it to take 10 minutes to get an answer of him. Are the Broncos <laughs> better, worse, or the same that this year with Jimmy Garoppolo? No, I take worse. Uh, worse. Yeah, yeah, Jimmy. I would yeah. say I would say the same. I would say the same. All joking aside, Carson. Oh, Carson's on mute because you were on so long. <laughs> he fell asleep. <laughs> Kurt, Kurt took so long, Carson had to go to mute. <laughs> Sorry to hear you talk. I'm, I'm joking. Uh, better, worse, or, or same with Jimmy Garoppolo, Carson? Same. Same. And Joey Clams? Uh, I think they're better. I, I don't agree with Kurt saying that Jimmy G can't win. I mean, uh, 
you know, you got to look at what the coach it, it, in the Super Bowl they had they were up by ten with seven minutes to go, and against the Rams, I know Jimmy G didn't have a really good game. He makes bad a couple of bad throws, but uh, it, it, those are two games that you should have won. Should they should have won against the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, and they had it, and they had another ten point lead in the in the playoffs. And to me, that's on the coach. I think they I think the Broncos would be a better team with Jimmy G than they were last year. But here's the thing, Joe. All right, I can answer you on that one because in that Super Bowl, in Kansas, thirty seconds. All right, Kansas City was up by seven points, either up by three or by seven, and Jimmy G on third down had Emmanuel Sanders wide open. And he overthrew him. So he overthrew a Super Bowl championship. Yes, that, you got to make yes, that throw, and he can't do it. Yes, he did. Uh, I got one more quarterback, okay. then we'll get into college basketball to, to wrap the show up tonight. I'll start with Carson. The quarterback I want to bring up is Malik Wilkes. Mm. And I'll start with the Commanders. Are the Commanders, Washington football team, for those who don't know out there, are they better, worse, or the same with Malik Willis? I really like Ty- Taylor Heineke. I think he had a great year with the football team, or sorry, the Commanders. Now, I think they, I think that's their guy. I think the football team is going to still look for a quarterback, but I like Heineke a lot. I would say, uh, I'd say the same, but I think Heineke would be better than Malik Willis. Clamps. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with somebody who's already been playing. I'm not gonna go with uh, somebody who hasn't proved themselves. And uh, you know what? Nobody's talking about Marcus Mariota. He's out there. He's a good quarterback. He could. He could. Uh, he, hey, he went. He went into Kansas City and won in the playoffs. And he had the lead with two minutes to go in the first half against the Patriots. Okay, Kurt, are they better, worse, or the same with Malik Willis? No, 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 no. Not the worse. I mean, yeah. you're not playing. You know. Southwest New New England State. You're playing the NFL. I saw him in the SEC. He was a mess. Nope. I'm gonna say same. I'm gonna say same. He did. You know, he's he's shows a little bit of Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray type of him. I think he's he. I think in the right situation, he could be uh, be a sleeper in the right situation. And Washington could be that situation. Sis, what about you? You think it are better or worse than the same? Bring, bring back Doug Williams and Joe Gibbs. <laughs> no, uh, and all joking aside, I think the same. I'm going to say the same. Okay. And I got one more team for Carson with Malik Willis. There's been news, and I'm going to bring up his oh. Detroit Lions. Are the, are the Lions better with Malik Willis than Jared Goff? I better tell you what, the same. Jared uh, Goff. Yeah, I think there's still one more year that we really have to decide whether he's uh, he's going to be part of our team going forward. Um, but Jared Goff was uh, he did not have a good year this year at all. I've seen him throw the ball out of bounds on fourth down. <clears throat> seen him overthrow receivers. I just don't. It just goes to show how big of a piece Stafford was um, to the Lions. Malik Willis, I, I think he's a great quarterback, and I think he has potential, but. If I'm the Lions, it can't get any worse than it already is, so take a shot. But I think I would go with same, if not better. But Jared Goff, I, he's got to show me something this year. If not, then I think he's off. He, he's going to be gone off the team. Okay. Clams, you think they're better, worse, or the same? Um, I, would, I wouldn't think they're better. I would, think, I would just say the same. And if I'm the Lions, let me build a team before. There's no quarterbacks out there right now to, to take a, a shot on. Right, go go build you go build that lineup, build the yep. offensive line and build the defensive line. Have them in place and then go get a quarterback. Build a foundation. Don't put it. You can't hang a chandelier with no with no ceiling. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Hurt. I, I agree with Carson. I mean, maybe for next year, like, yeah, but I I just I I've seen enough of Jared Goff. He's not the future, so. I mean, listen, I would I would take a shot in the dark because I know Goff ain't going to be the future. But for next year, you're probably better off with Goff. But like 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 he like like Carson's saying, just roll the dice, man. I mean, you better shot rolling the dice. I, I, there's there's two teams that come to mind that Malik Willis would be better. Like you said, roll the dice. One is the Lions, in my opinion, and the other one's the Carolina Panthers. I think those two, if they drafted Willis. That would be his best chance to succeed 
and make the teams better than, than what they are today. As for every other team, you're looking at the same or worse. So I, I do have the Lions as but well, let me, let me better tell you, with Malik let me, Willis. Let me tell you something about that Panthers coach. He's on the hot seat right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's on oh, the yeah. hot seat. They 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 gotta be they better they gotta do something. They're, they're missing on all cylinders. He fired his offensive coordinator. They're yeah. missing on everything. All right, well, this I guy's took a little, be on the hot seat. We took a little bit extra time on on this. We killed most of the most of the hours. So let's get into college basketball, Kurt. You got some games for us to yeah, pick, couple, and then we'll couple, uh, couple and then we'll games. do our top four going into uh going into uh the, the conference tournaments we'll do our top four in our sleeper sleeper team all right uh, i'll start this one off with we'll go with carson's boys tonight michigan state at ohio state ohio state is a five point favorite i'm just gonna say this ohio state disgraceful and you know what i had them on sunday at maryland they made maryland look like gary williams is maryland but then they come back was it two nights ago oh ohio state at home over nebraska and they lose ohio mm. state they did it last year they will be one and done again this year. I hope, Carson, I hope your Michigan State beats them outright because they're a joke, Ohio State. No way. Michigan State. Carson. Yeah, this is uh, it's an interesting game because State is in the same similar boat as Ohio State. They got a lot of hype at the beginning of the year and then kind of fell off. Again, Ohio State is in a similar situation like you just mentioned. They lost to Nebraska. Um Again, they're still ranked, but I could really see these this team fall out of the top 25 come next week when the Big Ten tournament rolls around. Um, State was uh, plus six yesterday. Now it's you said it's plus five. So, again, this team, I just don't understand where the chemistry is at. We play so much better at home versus on the road. I'm going to go States and the points if I'm lucky, but um, both of these teams need a big win for their resume heading into um, – March Madness, especially next week for the conference tournament. I'd go stay with the points. MSU. Uh, Joey Clams. Yeah, I don't I don't trust either one of these teams. Both of them are, you know, been in a disappointment. But um I you know, just for the show, I would take the points. Kenny. Comes down to it. I talking to Sis the other day. I said there's two teams out there that uh I do not trust, and like you said, Kurt will be one, could be one and done. One of them's Purdue, and the other one's in the Big Ten also. And I'm, this is number one on my list, and that's Ohio State. So going into a big game, must-win game, I'm going with the better coach. I'm going with the Hall of Fame coach, Tom Izzo, will get it done, and they will beat Ohio State on the road and get a big victory and get that resume going into the. the to cash their ticket, win or lose in the Big Ten tournament, cash their ticket into the NCAA tournament with a big win against Ohio State. Sis, what do you think? Michigan State plus five over Ohio, uh, plus five getting versus Ohio State tonight. I would take every dime you have and bet it on <laughs> Michigan State with the points. <laughs> Ohio State, Ohio State, we've talked about it. They're choke artists. They'll be out. It'll be one and done, like you told me yesterday. Yeah, I agree with that. Done. Uh, um, let's go another one tonight. We got number twenty-four Iowa two-point underdog at Michigan. Kenny, this is tough. This is another tough one. Iowa's been sneaking up on teams, but uh, I think Michigan's going to come out with a big, big home victory tonight. I think uh, I think they're going to come to play. I'm going to go Michigan here. On them, it's only a two-point favorite, Michigan. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna take it money line, and and because you're not gonna lose, you're not gonna lose much if if Michigan was to lose, you're not gonna lay much. So, right. go Michigan on the money line, so you don't get beat by that one point victory. Yeah, great I, move. I'm with you. Same thing, money line. It don't lay the two. I like Iowa. I mean, Iowa's another team. Listen, they could shoot the lights out, but they're on the road. Michigan senior night. Um, all this, you know, with the with the head coach, I think Michigan comes out money line. Michigan, Carson. Yeah, again, it's going to be sick to my stomach because I hate praising Michigan, but Hunter Dickinson is a uh, stud. As much as I uh, don't like that team down the road, um, like you just said, you know, they got issues with their coach. He's going to be back for the Big Ten tournament. 
next week. Um, I think uh, they need a big win again for their resume because they're sitting on the bubble as one of those bubble teams. I think they get it done. I go money line, uh, Michigan. Sis. With the way these games have been all week and everybody with these home teams and home court and the cheerleaders and all of this stuff, this is the biggest trap game of the week. Iowa straight out. Clams. I mean, Michigan, uh, they're at home and they got the better coach. Iowa is soft. Okay. Kurt, Kurt, let me ask ask Carson a quick one word (laughs) response answer because he said he despises Michigan. Aiden Hutchinson (laughs) or Kayvon Thibodeau? Who do you want at number two, Carson? Oh, man. Or other. Or it could be other. Aiden Hutchinson or someone else, I should ask you. Okay. Um, uh, like Joey just said, you got to build that defensive line. I'm going to go Aiden. If okay. I if, if the Lions take Kyle Hamilton, I'm going to be disgusted. I don't want Kyle <laughs> Hamilton. He's a great player, but we need a, we need a pass rusher badly. It's going to be Aiden or Kayvon. I was just curious uh, if you want yeah. Eden as a Michigan State fan. So that was yeah. just a quick hit. Yeah. I never got to ask you that one. All right, Kurt, All right we got a couple. We only got two. I'm going to go to two games. Uh, we got one Saturday, one Sunday. Um, and obviously, 6 o'clock on Sunday, I'll be watching it. Uh, Krzyzewski's last game in Duke. Oh. Fitting, fittingly, of course, against North Carolina. Um, there's just... There's no way Duke's losing this game. I mean, no. it's just, it's not going to happen. I mean, 200, Jen Hoops was telling me she read over 200 players are going to be there of his former players in mm-hmm. that building. Cameron yeah. Crazies. I'm looking, I'll be honest. I think North Carolina is just going to get absolutely blown out of this game. Hubert Davis does not look the part. I'm taking Duke. How, Sis, uh, how much do you lay? Because the spread ain't out yet. How much would you lay when that came? 10. Eight to ten. Yeah. So the spread spread is spread is up to ten. You're taking Duke. Yeah, they're gonna okay. blow them out. Okay, sis. I agree. I agree. Sis. Yeah, it'll fix this game, obviously. So Coach K wins, <laughs> and that that's again. You laugh all you want. No, you uh, listen. You're right. I here know. Comes, I'm, I, comes I'm not calls. trying to be a wise guy, but and I agree with Kurt. There's no way they're going to send this guy out with a losing record. So get the envelopes out early, get them to the refs in the locker room, Absolutely. and everything else takes care of it. Carson. Yeah, there's no way North Carolina loses. Um, I'd be comfortable going up to 11 12 in this game. Like you yeah. said, there's going to be over 200 plus alumni. It's Coach K's last game at Duke. I mean, there is no way in hell Duke loses this game. <clears throat> Clams. Oh uh, yeah, he's gonna get the daddy ball calls all, yep. all day from the refs. But here's the thing: I go on anytime there's a celebration, old timers day, they retire a number. It, the home the home team gets so uh, like struck, eye struck, and starstruck that the visitors are just chomping at the bit. I'm gonna take the points because I think North Carolina is probably gonna be a double digit, eleven and a half points, something in that area. Give me the Tar Heels and the worst. Conference in college basketball. Never thought I'd do that. I'd never, you'd never in a million years think ACC bad conference, but it is a bad conference this year. Let me ask that's all, uh, Kurt. I got a quick, quick hitter question for the four of you that I just thought of. North Carolina, according to Joe Lenardi, is one of his first four teams out bracketology. I look at their record. To me, I look at them as right now an eight or nine seed. I disagree with him. They're twenty-one and eight, or twenty-two and well, twenty-one and nine, something like that, and and they're on the, the the bubble. If they, we all got them predicted to lose, and I do too. But if North Carolina Kurt plays a respectful game, let's say they lose by four or five points at Duke, and then they have a strong showing in the ACC tournament, do they get in? Yeah, I mean, who who are you taking from the ACC? Wake Forest, Duke. I'm saying he has them out right now. He has them out right now. I mean, what, first <laughs> off, what, who's Joe Lenardi? I mean, oh, like, I know. Joe Lenardi's got Xavier in. St. John's beat him twice. They're eight. They're seven and he's eleven guy, in the Big East. He's what? a guy who sits home and just does this yeah, for what, a living what, but, and just but, tries to make 
He put them on the list yeah, to get people I mean, talking. That's all. Exactly. Is. Like he's pushing teams to get in, like with his talk. I mean, yeah. Xavier should not be in that tournament right now. They they're okay. they're tenth out of twelve teams in the Big East. How right. are they in it? I, I look at North Carolina and just the name alone. If they're if they're a top twenty five thirty team, they should be in. You know, that, that's how I look at it. All right, well, that was just a quick hitter question. I don't All right, let's let's do. Else. I was going to do one more game, but well, let's do final thoughts because we got it's six fifty eight. Kenny, so you go around. Who you are for final thoughts? Uh, we'll start with Sis tonight. Oh, <clears throat> enjoy the weekend. Enjoy the games. We know some of them will be fixed, and we know some of them won't be fixed. But uh, <laughs> that's my final thoughts, Mister Joey Clams. Yeah, I just want to let everybody know, listen, the tournament's coming up and the conference tournaments are coming up. They're, they're dug in right now. A lot of teams, you see what happened last Saturday, a lot of top teams lost on the road. The home teams won, the dogs, the home dogs won. And everybody's like, you know, high like on Tennessee and high in other teams that went at home. You got to watch. watch. Watch the teams when you get to the tournament, when you play on neutral courts. Yep. What teams... Uh, look at, do some homework and see what teams has been good on the road. Like Kentucky's tough on the road. Look at teams like that on the road. And um, good point. And these conferences, yeah. And these con and when and in these conferences, look look for his his. I'm going to give you a little tip. A team say that plays tonight and playing a team tomorrow that had the bye. Bet the team that played tonight tomorrow in the first half because you're going to a different gym, different bounces off the rim, the backboard's different. The uh, people in the crowd are different. It's a different game, and it's going to be a lot of unders, unders in the first half. Take the dogs in the first half if they play today because they'll be juiced up playing the rest of the team in a, in a, in a neutral gym. That's just uh, one of my points there. And, That's and, all and then I'll, I'll, I'll go back to Sis real quick, but let me go to you first, Joe. Give me a sleeper because we didn't have time. that we, we ran out of time tonight. Give me a sleeper team going into this tournament, into these Two. tournaments. To get to the Sweet team. 16? Not just a sleeper to make a nice run, whether it's uh, in their conference well, they, tournament they, or yeah, well, and yeah. or their the NCAA well, yeah, tournament. Murray, Murray State has got two buys. They are automatically going into their semifinals in their conference. I would lay 190 with Murray State to win their conference because when they get into the semifinals, they're going to be a bigger favorite than that on the money line. And then if they get to the championship game, uh, Murray State is a, is a dark horse for me to get to the Sweet 16, and uh, so is Wyoming. And I like okay. Connecticut, and I like Houston because Houston can rebound. Okay. Sis, I got a sleeper for the tournaments? Winthorpe. Winthorpe. I'm going to go. Oh, and I'm sorry, Kenny, another one. The Jackrabbits, baby. They shoot the three. From the right. from right off the bus. Coming off the bus, they, they shoot the three. South right. Dakota. My final thoughts will be my two sleeper teams. And I just want to thank everybody for being on tonight. Uh, pleasure doing the show with you guys. My my one sleeper is to get to the final four, and that's Arkansas. I'm riding this team. They're hot. They're hot. I'm going to ride this team, and I'm going to take them going what's far the, in the tournament. Hey, Kenny, what's the name of the gym they play at? Uh, I don't know. The pigsty. <laughs> <laughs> and then a deep sleeper, I talked Kurt this today, Creighton. Watch out for Creighton in the Big East tournament. A little sleeper there in the Big that East. Big East tournament's wide open. Yep. yep. Kurt, give us your final thoughts. baby. Kenny, you stole mine, Arkansas, and I'll be quick with this one. Even though we're all disappointed, and I know Sis mentioned it before, Alabama lost at home. I'll tell you this. Alabama beat Gonzaga this year. I think they beat Kentucky this year. Alabama in the tournament is a very good tournament team. I like their coach. Alabama. Okay. And Carson, my boys final, in the Big East, fellas. Don't final thoughts me. and give us a sleeper or two in the in the tournaments. Yeah, always a pleasure talking sports with you guys. And um, yeah, enjoy the games this weekend. Looking forward to uh, March Madness, obviously, in the conference tournaments next week. A few sleepers that I really like: Providence, Houston, and Illinois. I really like three of those uh, teams. I think all of them could make the Sweet Sixteen, uh, potentially Elite Eight as well. And um, yeah. Like I said, enjoy the games this weekend. And, um, yeah, man, stay safe. Hey, Carson, where can we find you as always? We yeah, get a video like, of you. I'll be at the gym at the other joint. One of the two. 
if you guys like casino games, uh, you guys can find me on my live streams on Twitch. Just search up Ticket Time and you'll find me over there. If you guys like highlight videos straight to the point, um, we show our wins from uh, our Twitch streams on Tuesdays and four, uh, Thursdays at uh, 4.30 Eastern time. <clears throat> and spoiler alert, go check it out on YouTube, guys. I watched it the other day. Carson had a hell of a big win over there. So yeah, we had our biggest. Don't get Cal, Cal State Fulton tonight, baby. Send it in. All Send right. I like State it, Joey. Fulton yeah, Carson tonight. had his biggest win the other night, fellas. I like it. Yeah, in we had our biggest win the show. There you on go. Saturday. Congrats. Salute. I think that's going to do it tonight, fellas. Thank you for being on. Well, hey, sis, sis, you, sis, you did the whole show this, tonight. What happened? Well, hey, once you start talking about NBA, brother, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, uh, yeah. Oh, real that, quick, that, NBA. Like, to, me, to me, that's like talking about wrestling. And, NBA, like, so get rid, rid of sis. No, all joking aside, NBA, it's I'll all talk fake. off the air. I'll talk NBA off the air. NBA and wrestling's all fake. I think we're done, Kurt. All right, boys, have a good night, and we'll see you next